Well, hello there, everybody. This is Jack Graham along with John Peterson with number eight, podcast number eight already. I know. Can you believe it? In the We Talk Photo series of podcasts that we're trying to bring all you folks some interesting information and some things maybe you know about already. It's always good to hear it again and maybe some things that you don't know about. Plus a little entertainment, just for fun. Well, very little. <laughs> uh, I am up in the beautiful Olympic Peninsula today and um, getting ready to start a workshop up here tomorrow evening. That will go through Sunday. And I believe John is in uh, beautiful Portland, Oregon area. Yep, down in beautiful Portland. Going to see you tomorrow afternoon. Yep, that good group. And uh, we'll... Kick things off uh, tomorrow night. We should have a good time. And in keeping with that, this podcast is going to be just a few things that have come up uh, recently in the news and photography. And then we're going to move into a uh, discussion in uh, all about travel photography, not specifically travel photography, what to to be aware of, uh, what to be prepared for. And just some things that uh, I do and what John does um, prior to and during um, an excursion. Uh, I, I think it's a good uh, good discussion. This is John's idea, and it's really a good one. So um, without further ado. Um, the news. In looking, yeah, in looking at uh, the news of photography today on the web, I see that uh, – there's another allegedly fake photograph that has raised eyebrows in National Geographic. Um, seems that they published a uh, a uh, article on the uh, uh, the Milky Way, and uh, a, a young lady, or maybe not a young lady, uh, published a picture of some of the oldest trees in the world that are in Botswana under the Milky Way. Um, but it turns out that one of them is looks like it was really, really cloned in. And I have to tell you that uh, we're seeing more of this. There was one image of one of the super moon images uh, by a rather famous photographer who remained nameless, but he sells a lot of prints um, that was uh, found to be a fake um, or not depicted in the way it is. Uh, I think a number of the BBC uh, wildlife images over the past few years, few of them have been uh, turned mm-hmm. out to be wrong. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's just an interesting thing. It's, you know, it's uh, just you know to me, Jack. It's that line between photography and digital artistry, and uh, passing one off as the other. Yeah. You know, I don't mind if people clone and do some different things with images, but be upfront about it. And, yeah. uh, you know, if it's as seen, then say that. Or if it's enhanced digitally in some way beyond, you know, normal post-processing yeah. types of steps. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to publish this image uh, or, or co- put a copy of the image on our uh, image uh, uh, notes here for you to see. But it's quite obvious that, there's a lot of cloning and really not very good cloning in the sky in the Milky Way, and yes. and it's uh, it's too bad. I I, I, sh- I don't know this person. I'm sure 
she's a good photographer and I don't know why people do this when, you know, maybe they, they are so consumed with uh, getting something published or notoriety. I, I have no idea, but, um, well, you, you know, know how much how much blame does Nat Geo have in all of this if it's in fact a fake? You know, I don't know because sometimes these photo editors and I don't you think Nat Geo would have competent photo editors. I used to know a few of them and they were all good. Um but you you know, if you really don't look at this and I don't know who picked it up but uh you know, if uh, if you didn't if you just looked at it it doesn't look like it's fixed, but then when you look at some of the things that were uh, circled in red um, here that some folks uh, made comments about, it's pretty evident. We'll try to get these pictures up on our uh, on our uh, image notes, and I don't think this is going to stop. I think it's going to keep going, and oh, yeah. it's just it's just the way of the world. Um, some good news, I guess, for those of you who. Do shop at B and H in New York. Um, yeah, but it's another podcast for another time. I I, I kind of really like to see people support some of the great local camera dealers in the country. Um, B and H does a lot of business, and they're very reliable. They're good people. Um, you know, so I have kind of mixed emotions about that. But they have come up, John, with a credit card. And it's called PayBoo. And I, I don't know what the thinking behind it was, but what it, what it's going to do for you, it's going to get uh, you away from having to pay sales tax if you're out of state. Uh, I guess there was a Supreme Court ruling last year that the states uh, can force online retailers like Amazon and obviously B&H um, to charge sales tax. Uh, but somehow – I don't know how they did it. I'll have to read more about it, but they came up with this credit card. Uh, it's a no-fee annual uh, credit card um, to use in a store, on a website, whatever. Um, and you don't have to pay tax. And again, uh, it's a, I don't know how they do that, but um, I know that probably half the states are really um begun enforcing this uh yeah. law i know washington has i think oregon has well, know, or, I, oh, I think oregon doesn't have a sales tax yeah, we just yeah. pay it in property taxes yeah. yeah i think they get us at the end all about the same they just yeah. different ways you know um but at any rate it's an interesting concept the one caveat though and you better read the folks that are um going to apply for this card uh even though i think um our normal credit cards run, I don't know, 13, 14% up to maybe as high as 20. I, I'm not sure. Um, uh, APR, but this card is going to have a, uh, a rate of 30%. Ooh. So if you're going to buy anything, you better pay for it um, before the interest starts uh, adding up. Yeah, for sure. Fast. Well, speaking of stuff adding up, Jack, how about the uh, how about the Adobe price increase that was recently announced? Isn't it great? Isn't yeah. it? I have nothing to do with another hundred and twenty dollars a year. Uh, I think most of you that use Lightroom and the Adobe Suite probably by now know that it's now what it got twenty dollars instead of ten or twelve, whatever. Mm -hmm. it was. Twenty. Yeah. Yep. There we go. 
There we go. So it's welcome a, to subscription software. And this yeah, is, it's you know, probably, when they get you hooked in, this is the way it is. But you know what? There are, are alternatives uh, around, and some of them are getting really good. I know Luminar is getting good. It's real good. And Luminar Capture else. One's another one that's been getting a lot of good reviews. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, there, there are, there are alternatives, but it's just kind of, kind of disheartening. But I think, you know, eventually I wouldn't be a bit surprised that, that someday Apple gives us a phone for free and charges, uh, something every time you touch it. So, um, I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh, everything's going to a subscription lease rental model. Yep. Yep. Um, other than that, you know, there's not a whole lot else uh, in the news. I think summer doldrums are are uh, are it's not uh, summer yet, but spring yeah, it's for sure. Feeling like it finally. So you know, I maybe know. what's happening. But at any rate, um, the subject that we came up with, or John came up with today, credit John for this one, um, is uh, is just some basic ideas on traveling around um, either on the way to a workshop or on the way on your own going somewhere and um, just some things that maybe you want to think about um, on the way uh, at the door or on the way out of your vehicle um, that's going to perhaps make or break your trip, you know? Yeah, and a lot of these, you know, there's there's a big difference between day trips and, you know, multi-day trips, as we all know, and, and I think we prepare for each one a little bit differently. And some of these tips will apply for, for day trips, but I think in my head, kind of approaching this topic, it was really a multi-day trip, whether you're doing a workshop um, or you're doing just a multi-day trip on your own. And then if you're doing a multi-day trip, it's kind of like, you know, are you in your car or do you have to fly away? Like Jack and oh. I do a, do a trip up to Alaska and the preparations for flying to a photography excursion is very different than being, being car bound, you know, what you can bring and what you can't bring. So, you know, I, I uh, we, we came up or we have a, a list of some things that we're going to talk about, but I got to tell you that even before we get into these lists, especially for those of you who uh, are are a little bit past uh, your midpoint in life, like me, <laughs> start making a list of what you have to bring um, and a checklist. Because I, I'm, you know, just I'm just talking for myself. I, I have to remember things here and. I don't want to forget anything. So, uh, checklist is a is a good thing. Um, I, uh, I still bring a checklist or, or create a checklist each time because what what invariably happens getting ready for a trip is something comes up. You know, Murphy's law right at the end. Yeah. And the day before, you're scrambling around doing something else, and you you're not focused on what I'm packing for this trip. So, yeah. you know, for me, I start a day or two early create yeah. a list, start getting stuff together. So I'm not crammed at the very last minute up till midnight packing for a trip. Well, I would do, I would go to Excel and make a, you know, write a list down in Excel. That way it's there. You just print it out every time you go and check off stuff as you put it in your vehicle. For you sure. Know? 
you know, there's there's packing those essentials that, that you need for your own photography, but even those essentials that you need, you know, just as a person. Because one of the first points we have is, you know, if even if you're near a city, it you may not have time to run out and get things if you forget them. Yeah, well, you know? try being here in Forks, Washington. <laughs> yeah, or there may not be facilities. I mean, there's very some of these places. There's very little infrastructure you know there's not a best buy there's not an electronics store there's not a camera store there's barely a grocery market and a and a eatery and that's about it um, yeah but even having time because you know when you're out photographing of course it's all about it's all about taking pictures and you may not have the time except after the sun goes down to actually run out and do anything so yeah or you drive three hours halfway to somewhere and realize you forgot your computer and i, I and, and you have to beg uh beg your wife or somebody to meet you halfway that's a it's happened. happened yep so, so anyhow uh, yeah so it, it just you know be prepared just like being a being a, a scout you know um just just be be prepared um john you made a, a note here and it's really a good one uh you know bring lots of memory cards and a good point um you know i i copy my files onto my computer and then back it up on a on a, on a uh, another backup on another hard drive so i have two backups but I, I don't delete my memory cards until I have to. Sometimes when I get home, I just copy them over onto the uh, the beast that process my stuff in my office. And my backup drives don't ever get used, but I still have backups. Don't delete your cards. It's well, a great thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Yeah. I, I was up with you on Whitby doing a workshop, and the lady, uh, she deleted her memory cards like on the yeah. first or second day because she wanted to free them up and she had a problem with her computer and we couldn't recover her original images because she yeah. had deleted them. So don't, don't, don't delete your images. So yeah. buy enough and bring enough. It seems, it seems intuitive, but, but bring enough memory cards to last the whole trip. So you don't have to delete anything to free up some space. Memory is yeah. cheap. It is. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> Fast memory is getting not so cheap anymore, but compared to the cost of your trip, it's cheap. Yes. Yeah, yes. 100% correct. You know, the other thing, too, about memory cards, and I know we, we, we had Mark on from uh, ProGrade. Uh, if you haven't heard that, folks, listen to it. It's really good. Um, but uh, your camera is going to tell you how many images you have left on your cards. And um, once you hit about 80% of that card being filled, Change the card. Don't go to don't go to ninety, ninety-five, one hundred percent of the card. Um, then you, you know, just don't do that. You, you run some risk there. But eighty um, percent is good. You throw the card in, yep. and you're good to go. Yep, very true. Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. So speaking of memory, one of the one of the points that that I know you carry, Jack, and I carry with me as well is a is a portable backup drive. Uh, we both use a solid state drive. Um, different ones, but Fortune. yeah, I mean, like like you said, I I back up onto my computer and then I back up onto my my portable drive as I'm traveling. That way, I I make sure that I have redundant backups of all my images. 
Sean, did we did we uh, in the gadgets thing we talked about the other podcast? Did we mention that Western Digital Drive? No, no, we didn't. Well, we better yeah. because it's really I'll, cool. I'll put a link and, in our show notes for this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, for about two hundred dollars, you can buy a Western Digital four terabyte hard drive, and the cool thing about this is that it operates just like a portable hard drive but hard drive but it's got wi-fi built into it so you can um connect your wi-fi to your uh your uh your your smart pad or whatever you're carrying ipad android pad whatever um and the coolest thing and you saw me use this in alaska last summer um is you just can put your sd card right into this it's got an sd slot built in and you put the SD card in, it copies the file. It does not uh, copy repeated files. It copies your shooting for that day right onto the hard drive. And um, in fact, when I went to Iceland last uh, winter, I didn't even take a laptop. I just took this uh, this uh, Western Digital Drive and uh, and a bunch of a uh, bunch of cards and. And then an iPad, and it was really, really, uh, really performed great. Uh, I'll put the link. I'll send you the link from Amazon where I bought it, and uh, it's relatively cheap. It's like two hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's, it's great. Cheap insurance, to your point, considering the cost of a trip. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very cheap. Yep. Yep. Um, chargers and batteries. I thought I left my charger home till I. Saw it in the car last night, and I didn't. I mean, I knew we had another Fuji uh, group here, a couple of Fuji shooters here, and they'd have a charger. But I thought I left my charger home. But yeah. of course, I didn't have a checklist. I was in quite a hurry to get out yesterday morning, and it was there. So chargers, chargers, and and you know, for me, I'll throw down lots of batteries. I mean, especially shooting mirrorless, right? You burn through batteries a lot faster, and if you're out all day long shooting you'll burn through two or three batteries at least yeah long exposures and long video exposures, batteries yep. yep and so yep. having enough just like memory cards having enough capacity in the field yep is important and then and then you know when you get back home or get back to your hotel room having the capacity to charge all those batteries you know i still carry my dual charger it plugs into the wall plug charges two batteries at the same time uh, I think Watson made it, and it's a it's a fantastic charger that I bring with me everywhere for capacity. Yep. Yep. Um, duct tape. Duct tape. It's the best thing ever made, other than Velcro and the pacifier. And JB Weld. And JB Weld, which is what my really right stuff tripods be held together with. It's great thing, but. Uh, <laughs> But duct tape is a good thing to have. You know, there's this other tape, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, comes from that company. You see all the ads on TV. With the guy. tape? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's made that, you know, the, the, the company that they glue, uh, like, uh, blocks together. Oh, and yeah. Water. yeah. Boy, I can't remember the name Combined of it. With it's, your shamwell. It's that seat on TV. Yeah, it's that tape. It's really good stuff. I sent some up to Jerry up in Alaska yeah. to keep the next time the uh, – uh, we have a, uh, an interesting landing. He'll have something with him. But, and, you know, so, like, I'll take a broken pencil or a pen, and I'll just wrap a ton of duct tape around that. It's a really small, compact package, and I'll throw that in my pack. I have one in, in each one of my packs. And 
it's a real simple fix it that you can keep in your in your photography bag for who knows what you know yeah yeah you know and even even just a multi-tool i i carry a multi-tool with me as well you know knife knife i think it's got pliers all the basic little things in a multi-tool i don't take it with me on the airlines but when i'm traveling by car i always have a multi-tool with me as well you know tighten tripods your l brackets Alan Wrench out of a barbed wire fence. Oh, Alan, Alan Wrench for your Alan Inevitably, someone on a workshop's going to have a tripod problem, and you're going to have to help them. So, yep. Alan wrenches. It's all good. Yeah. And you know, um, I even go so far as when I pack some of my clothes, especially socks, uh, stuff that I don't care if it gets. Uh, Wrinkled underwear, that kind of stuff. Um, they make these bags, these plastic bags that you can put your stuff in and then roll them up. It squeezes all the air out. So a bag that would take, you know, a foot and a half worth of space in your suitcase, it takes, uh, you know, about half that. And uh, it really it really helps us. They're all over the place. Uh, I may be able to find the ones I bought on Amazon. If I do, we'll put those up too. Yeah, those so. are really handy bags. They're like little vacuum bags that really yeah. are great space savers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you can get them in different colors, so you, you know what that uh, is in them if you can't figure it out. But. The other, uh, kind of related to that too, the other tip is, you know, if you are traveling by airlines, check each airline's regulations about size and weight. Sometimes as photographers, you know, we bring a ton of gear, and uh, sometimes, you know, there's a weight limit, potentially, or a size limit. One pounds costs you $75 on Alaska Airlines. Yeah. One pound yeah. is 75 bucks. It's crazy. And, and like, even our, our Alaska trip, right, the, uh, the, the flight from Anchorage to Iliamna, there's a weight limit of 75 pounds. And if you exceed that, you're not bringing, you have to leave some gear. If you exceed that weight limit, so yep. so knowing the rules and regulations of what you pack when you are traveling by air is really critical to make sure that you don't have to leave or mail stuff back home again. Done that too. Mm-hmm. I have too, and you know I can't tell you how many knives I've lost to the TSA because it's. Oops! I forgot it. Well, yeah. Well, that's for our safety, right? Yeah, I, I I see something here, John. That you have, you want to talk about pelican cases? Well, so my my point though, Jack, is to really, you know, develop a style that fits your own mental model. For me, I like to pack in in small bags or small boxes. Like put all my audio stuff together, put all my video stuff together in little bags, put all my um, like accoutrement together in one little bag. And that's kind of my style is to work out of a lot of little bags or small boxes. Um, but but find, a, find an organizational style that fits your mental model and is repeatable. I think that's one of the best things for me when traveling. I know that all of this stuff goes together and this stuff's together. And if I don't have that checklist, I will. it's easier for me to spot when something's missing. But go ahead. I uh, you were going to talk about pelicans. No, I I, I I wanted you to talk about that first. I, I I have a I carry pelican cases when I drive. I don't carry them when I fly. They weigh too much. They're heavy. Mm -hmm. 
And I have to tell you, one or two of them, it adds up really quick. Um, I pack things. Uh, I'll roll things up in a T-shirt rather than uh, put them in Pelican cases. They just, they're just too heavy. And and the cool ones aren't big enough for me to put stuff in. I have, you know, they make, you know, but these little Pelican cases, they're really great. I love them when, when I drive, um, but I don't like them when I fly. It's all about weight and uh, weight is your enemy. It is. You know, I even travel, though, I, I do bring some really small ones, you know, like, um, you know, three inches by eight inches, and I'll put some stuff that I want to keep secure. You know, even a, even a waterproof thing for my phone. You know, I, I'll, yeah. I've got one that my phone will fit in. If I think I'm going to a wet area, I'll throw my phone in there. Um, but I'll, I'll keep small little organizational boxes sometimes with me when I drive um, to keep yeah. all my stuff together. But largely, I use a lot of little ditty bags, little nylon storage bags, and just organize yeah. that way. And that's my style for me. And, you know, I encourage everybody to sort of figure out what your style is and, and you know, live it. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyhow, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all. <laughs> It's all, it all adds up, and you know one of the things I think you have to remember um, when we're out, and it, it, it kind of hit me. It's, it's good we talked about this today because right now it's about three fifteen in the afternoon, and it is uh, we're in very close to the radiest part of the, of America up, up here in the temperate rainforest, and it's sunny. Uh, I think there's a few high clouds. And it's about 75 degrees. It's supposed to be 80 here on Friday. <laughs> That's unheard of up there. Yeah. So what you have to remember when you pack and bring certain things with you and think about where you're going is that, you know, nature is working against you. I don't care where you are. It's going to work against you. Um, and, and uh, you know, you have to understand that. It's not – Mother Nature doesn't care about you taking photographs. Um. You know, you could have conditions like this, or you can have, you know, a month ago it was here, it was 36 degrees and pouring rain, literally. And um, it gets in the way. Uh, and, and, and everyday occurrences in nature can screw you up. And um, you need to be aware of that. The sun today, the glare off the, the, the water on the way into the rainforest early this morning, actually coming out, was was so bad that we drove right past it. It was great going in, but we wanted to get the, into the into the tree uh, the trees before it got too bright. Um, you, you just have to watch all this stuff and uh, you know be, be take the polarizers with you. They'll take this glare off. So you have to be really uh, aware of what's going on in nature, uh, weather, and and what have you, um, you know, then again, if you use a polarizer, <laughs> uh, it's going to boost sky contrast and it's going to make uh, deeper blue skies. Yeah. Uh, it's going to make clouds uh, brighter. Um, you know, if, if that's what you want, uh, and it could take out some of the haze. We've got some haze here too today. And, and, uh, you know, um, we ought to do – I'm going to try to get uh, um, 
Graham on from uh, Breakthrough Photography here in, in the next uh, month or so and talk about filters. But, you know, um, I think, John, you'll agree if you're going to put uh, a filter on a $2,000 lens, just, you know, make it a decent filter and filter. we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to that. Um, Everything in the signal path has to be good. But, but you know, Jack, I think, I think kind of the whole point of what you were getting at really is, is, you know, for anybody going out on a photography trip, whether it's a single day or multi-day, you know, being prepared, being knowledgeable for, you know, life's going to throw you a curveball, nature's going to throw you a curveball, whether it's the weather or, you know, flat tires, you've you know, you don't have the right stuff, but being as prepared as you can in preparation for these trips, um, it's going to make your chance of success that much better. Right. You know, even though you're up there in the rainiest part of the world or the U.S. with bright sunshine, you know, make lemonade out of lemons. We yeah. got great stuff this morning. We, yeah. had, we had two and a half great hours this morning. Before the sun came in, so you just get up a little earlier and deal with it. But yeah, having adjust. the right stuff that we talked about is uh, is uh, I, I think is invaluable. Um, uh, you know, because it's just going to make life a little bit uh, a little bit easier, easier and, and it makes it less stressful because you don't want to be stressing out while you're on a workshop. You want to be in the moment and really feeling that sort of creative vibe that's going on as you're out shooting. You don't want to be worried about, oh, you know, should I take a picture? I'm going to run out of memory or, you know, oh, I need to I need to meter out how much power I use because I don't have enough batteries. You shouldn't have to be worried about any of that stuff when you're out shooting pictures. No, you should be worried about finding opportunities and yeah. and, uh, and 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 creating these uh, opportunities that, you know, it's a photography first situation, you know, and that's all this other stuff uh, should be just stuff you do to be able to put your efforts into uh, into into looking for the images and be a hundred percent focused on on getting the getting getting one or two good images uh, if you're out uh, for a day or two and and, uh, and not uh, not being worried about if you have everything or how quick can I do this so I could get back and have dinner you know it's it's uh it's crazy, but it's why why this the challenge is what why I love what we do, you know. Yeah. Uh, but really, be careful about heavy equipment, you know. When you're when you're walking around, I don't care if you're climbing a mountain or just walking where we were this morning. Um, you know, you don't you pack light, pack as light as you can. That's one of the reasons that I love my mirrorless Fuji system. Um, you know, I could carry my xt3 and two or three little primes and i don't even feel like i'm carrying a camera um you know i i know everybody says take two camera bodies i i get that but if you take two camera bodies and a half a dozen lenses your camera bag's gonna wake it's gonna be crazy and if you're walking for a long distance um it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna drag you down um if I carry one lens, uh, you know, and, and it fails, uh, one camera body and it fails, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I go back to the car, 
truck, get back to where I'm staying. I have my extra camera body there, and I had a good day out, and I'll go back tomorrow morning. But it's more important for me to keep the weight down to – well, I think that distinction of, you know, you brought two camera bodies on this trip. You just don't carry one all the time. You don't carry that second one with you all the time. Yeah. The, the other one's back in the hotel. Yeah. Yep. I kind of, I do the same thing. I'm, I'm willing to take a chance and, you know, give up half a day until I get back to the hotel if something happens to go wrong with my, with my Fuji's, yeah. but nothing has yet. So. Well, the, the one thing I will, will tell you, and I know you're going to agree with this because you and I have talked about it. Um, some people either decide to leave their tripod home and make do with one of these little camera support deals, or they carry these flimsy little nothing little tripods that don't even weigh as much as the camera. And, you know, it, it doesn't give you the height. It doesn't give you the what you need. It's You're going to be limited, you know. Um, well, and it takes you five minutes to set it up because it's not engineered well. Yeah. And, you know, you can find you, there are tripods on the market that weigh you know, not as much as maybe what I'm carrying around, and maybe I'm going to look into that. But you really need to have something sturdy. Uh, and, but again, you know, lightweight cameras requ require a little bit less support, and that's one of the reasons that uh, that the the Fuji system I use has just been so so perfect. And again, going back to the the uh, what do you call it? It's the um, Pelican cases. If you don't use those, um, you know, you might want to carry a a, a a water bag that's uh, that's water water sealed. In case it's raining, especially up here, not going to rain this week. But <laughs> what it does, um, you know, and uh, and uh, you know, I think did we talk about batteries? I think we yeah, did a little bit. We talked about charging and having enough so, batteries. Yeah, sure. yeah, just make make sure they're they're going. Batteries batteries they drain fast uh, when it's cold too. You know. Yeah, especially when you're cold. So we're going up to the Rockies here in January, and I'm already thinking about how finding a little pouch that I can keep the batteries inside my jackets close to my body so the cold doesn't sap the uh, sap the charge out of them. Yeah. Well, finally, John, the only other thing I was thinking about, and, we, you know, believe it or not, folks, we, we don't really rehearse these podcasts. Maybe we should, but this is uh, – we're just talking off the top of our heads today. And I was just thinking that um, – you know, it, 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 making the photograph is as important as the other stuff we talked about. And I think it's important that we all uh, enjoy where we are. Um, you know, t time is an enemy for us, too. Um, we need to get back before dark or get off a uh, get off the beach before a, you know a big storm comes in or um you know uh, i think there's a balance you know um between the 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 image and the you know kind of the adventure um and it's different you know it's different from from all of us for all of us and I think anticipating and being prepared to where you're going and knowing what the weather's going to be and uh, all of that good stuff is going to help you enjoy your trip. And preparing, having the right gear, not having to worry about it, um, 
is is just you know, I, just it, really important. It, it you know? could be me, Jack, but I love the preparation for a trip because it gets me already in that mindset. So I love packing for a trip and making sure I have all the right stuff because that gets me. That that's like part of the part of the adventure is getting ready to go and uh, and I love the anticipation and and part of that is packing and and getting yep. ready to go and and but your point is right I mean even even when we're out in these beautiful locations getting the images yep check but also take a moment to pause and reflect a little bit on on this place where you're at you know lift your head up from the viewfinder and go wow this place yeah. is cool. Yeah, just you know. Lastly, my my last tip that I'm I keep thinking of stuff, but this will be the last <laughs> for you people that need to get on with life. Um, you know, I I think that you just consider where you're going before you pack a lot of equipment. Um, if you're going to be walking distances, you don't want to carry, you know, fifty pounds of equipment. And just have everything prepared, know the location, know the weather, and don't overdo things. Um, there's some great little cameras around right now, uh, mirrorless cameras. I, I'm thinking of the new XT30, which I think I'm going to get a hold of here pretty quick. You know, it's a, it's a, it's you can carry that with a you know a, a, an 18 to 135 and sh shoot for a week. You know, and you're done. Yep. Yep. Anyhow, uh, any uh, any uh, any last uh, ideas or thoughts? No, I think uh, you know. I think just be thoughtful about it. You guys all develop your own style for what you do, and make sure that it's repeatable, so you're not stressed out each time you're leaving for a trip. Um, you know, I've gotten it down to the point where I don't really have to think too much to leave on a trip and i'm sure jack you're the same way because you travel much more than me but but you know, i keep sure. everything in big plastic when i drive everything's in yeah. plastic cases in my garage everything's duplicated in there so when i pick that case up i know what's in there and i didn't take anything out i know i didn't leave anything home yeah shouldn't be a shouldn't be a stressful event it should be a, a, an enjoyable event getting ready for it so develop <laughs> your own style get your own system together um and so, so when you get – the whole point of this podcast is when you get to your photography location, you haven't forgotten anything and you're not stressed about what you may or may not have. Yeah. So being organized up front, just like the Boy Scouts, preparedness is the key to success in this. So get it ready before you leave and then you'll have a wonderful worry-free trip. And when you get to where you're going – don't trample the flowers. Yeah, don't trample the flowers. <laughs> or anything hey, else. Yeah. I, think we knocked, I think we knocked this one out. Yeah. Um, anybody out there that has anything that we missed, and there may be, um, drop us a note to our email address at wetalkphoto at gmail.com. And we'll uh, we'll add that to the notes or talk about it on our next uh our next podcast anybody have any ideas on what you'd like us to talk about um let us know and uh and don't forget to subscribe and subscribe and all that good stuff and then we'll get on to a new one here in a week or so and it's been a pleasure yeah thank you all very much for listening okay see you later guys all right bye-bye
Bye-bye.